Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. We have a brand new Domain Sherpa review today featuring Braden, Drew, and Josh. As usual, we play the domain game, and today it features Atlantico.com, BakersfieldDYLawyers.com, and BTFP.com. We also talk about the recent Fed activity and the current economic outlook, the need for focus and attention in domain investing, and we get an update from Josh on his pickleball exploits. So definitely don't want to miss that. Then we've got the Namejet in the Jet segment sponsored by Namejet. And we talk about some domains coming up for auction, including sleepingdisorders.com, sleepproblems.com, ashevillehomes.com, and crocodile.com. And then we also look at skylight.gg, which is a domain provided by somebody from the community for evaluation by the Sherpas. And remember, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you could also watch the video version at domainsherpa.com and on our YouTube channel at ds.tv. You can also listen to the shows on Apple, Spotify, and some of the other podcast platforms as well. Also, we're now integrating our show with Muse.ai, which provides new search functionality for the shows and transcripts as well. So please check all that out. All right. With that, big shout out to Dan.com, the number one place in the world to buy and sell your domains with a special platform made for domain investors. And now it's time to get into this episode of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. So let's go. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. J-On, a.k.a. Sherpa Winfrey, and I'm the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a Domain Sherpa review where we get into the minds of successful domain investors using real examples to learn strategies and tactics to become more successful domain name investors ourselves. These are the experts, the best in the biz, some of my close personal friends, Really more my colleagues and co-hosts than than guests at this point, although we do have somebody we haven't seen in a hot minute. Spoiler alert, it's Josh. And yeah. uh, But yo, let's get into it. There are four segments to a Domain Sherpa review. We got the grand opening. That's where I intro the Sherpas. We see what's going on with them. We talk about some related things, some unrelated things, maybe get into some tangents. You never know. Uh, segment two is the domain game. That's where we hear about what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Everybody guesses we keep scoring. Eventually, someday, give out some swag to the winner. Segment three is Namejet and a Jet, sponsored by our friends at Namejet. And we review a list of domains coming up for auction on Namejet, see what the Sherpas like, what they don't like. And last but not least, we have grand closing. That's where we discuss anything we haven't already covered, what's going on in the domain space, looking at the market trends, current events, and allowing our guests to mention or promote anything they want to talk about that we have not already discussed so with that let's go ahead and introduce the sherpas over to my right we got my boy andrew rosner aka morpheus aka the sniper bobbly swagger aka drew drew got what i need aka every rosner has its thorn aka never gonna give drew up aka Greybeard, the domain pirate aka cancel adams that's it, man. That's all I got. That's it. That's it. What's up, man? What's up? I was already, yeah, it was already too What bad. do you mean I took out the uh, You know what? AKA the Dirk Diggler digital assets. No, Throw it no, up on the no, screen, no, no. Billy. You oh, guys want man. more. I got more. Man, you should, should, go should narrow it down to like the best of the uh, one. One. We should narrow it down. No, no, no. And, no. and no, all we're talking about this. Best because you, you know what I'm saying? All in got it. They, they, the listeners were all, they were over the AKA type of shits. And now they just do one. They're, they're down to one on the all-in. 
But I mean, this is like, but this is actually like the fun part of the show is the AKAs, man. This is for like, you, for you. Well, you're, yeah, you're I mean, what else are we about talking the about? The you're listeners, the they like the it listeners. too. They love it. No. They love it. I get all these comments. While we're talking about the one, I vote. Billy, do a Twitter poll. Sherpa Winfrey. You are Sherpa Winfrey. That's it. Everybody gets an AKA. You get an AKA. You get an AKA. You get an AKA. (laughs) AKA. All right, fine. You want to just do one? That's fine. I want the best one. Give me the best one. Hit it. Uh, Put Put it all. Lean into it. Put it all in. Come on. Let me hear it. I don't know. I don't think I'm there anymore. I think it's Braden Pollock, a.k.a. Braden Pollockton, the Archduke of Calabasas. It's not that your domain is worthless. It's just uh, worth less. You know what I mean? There we go. Braden's here. There you here. go. There you go. All right. And so then my boy Josh Reason, a.k.a. Prince Harry Kane. See, I kind of combined two there, right? Because it's Prince Harry and Harry Kane. So I call him Prince Harry Kane. Bro, I don't know what to do. I have no domain sales the whole month. You and just I'm jumped into the middle of the show. <laughs> that's good though that's what it is that's yeah, it's I'm all, just, I'm just maybe I'm get just the juices flowing here. again why like why am i here why am i here i'm not an expert you i'm a bo- nobody in this <laughs> <bucket>. <laughs> you know but you're but yeah you're the guy that makes us look good you know what i'm saying <laughs> um you you have zero sales i mean maybe this will help inspire you to get back into the mix you know what i mean that's yeah, maybe- don't you own like a domain trading platform I mean, I bought a shit ton of domains. I spent loads of money on domains like an idiot. But Yeah, so I talk about that. I yeah, always yeah. talk about buys. I, I rarely talk about a sale. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah, you buying names, right? Yeah, yeah. Overpaying like crazy for just like... All right, even better. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm going to talk, about- talk about that shit so you guys can dump on me. Are you kidding? <laughs> Listen, I'm the king of, I'm the king of overpaying. But it only aren't, looks aren't like all, I'm overpaying. Aren't we all overpaying right now? Because the, the auctions are, are nutso. And so yeah, we But to. I will say, well, we can well, we're on the show. We can talk. So let's just jump into it. I mean, so interestingly, in the last week, 10 days, I think for the first time in like two or three years, probably three years, I'm actually starting to see, not in the auctions so much. But I'm starting to get some 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 very good deals on the inbound. People coming to us looking for liquidity, or you know some of these guys that are out there hunting names coming to me, for, you know, uh, 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 to sell them to me. And I'm getting a couple of really nice deals for the first time in a, in, in a minute. Really? Yeah. Well, and I think we should use this as an opportunity too to just let people know, like you know, if you need liquidity in these times of lack of liquidity, you know what I mean, and you got domains, like call how, me, don't you know, call, call me. I, listen, there is nobody in the industry that will pay you faster than myself. That's right. What? Bam! I'll pay you. That's hands down. I pay like this. Pay listen to me. I, I, I just this won't is pay as this much. is a known fact. This is a known fact. I'm the fastest payer in the industry. Ow. Quick Ow. draw. Quick draw. I rarely, I rarely go through escrow. How you, <laughs> I'll pay you in advance. You <laughs> no, it's true. It's I'll give you true. money. I'll just pay you right. I'll just pay everybody some money right now in the event that maybe you might sell me a domain yeah. later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll give everybody a line of credit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We, we just push it. We just get, you, you know, know, we got we you. Actually, we got you. We actually, we actually were playing around with that model of actually just paying people to literally have their names with us. You know what I'm saying? Like basically like you pay a bank 
uh, a bank pays you to have your money deposited with them. We would pay people to actually have their names. Like represented by you? With us. Yeah. Yeah. Domain Holdings was doing that too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How does that, how does that work, Drew? Like, how, how does that? Well, it, it's just a numbers game, right? So you say, all right, well, here's our, here's our, our sell-through rate. And here's our, you know, um, average commission. And here's, you know, you know, it's just numbers. You just got to do the crunching. I kind of um, like it, but what, so why, why, why did you stop toying with it? Uh, because I hate giving people my money, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good in theory when you're talking through the data. It's like it makes it makes no, because, sense. because you don't need to give people money to get you got to be operating right? so at scale. Far, you got to so be able to really be, So far, that's you, the case. Is, you know, yeah. I just don't need to do it. But, um, you know, at some point, you know, if I want to start kneecapping the, the competition, that, that's what you do. Yeah, but, um, I, got to, I like it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, if you are in need of some liquidity and you've got some domains, like we're buyers in the market, come holler, holler at your boys, holler at your boys. Yep. I like to say, you know, the buyer of last resort. I did, just yesterday, I had somebody reach out to me and they had this great name that, uh, you know, it was, it was quote unquote generic. And uh, they're asking $26,000, but they would, but because I'm an investor, they do it for fourteen thousand. It was, it was. I looked it up. First of all, it didn't make any sense to me. I, I didn't. Is this a term that I never heard? Of? I even googled it because I'm like, I mean, he called it generic. I don't know. Uh, there, it does not exist. He just combined a couple of things and thought it would be a thing, and he literally hand registered it last week. And I told him, I was like, you know, I, usually I just kind of ignore it, but I was like, you know what, dude. Obviously, you're new to this. Reaching out to experienced investors with a handridge name, it's not going to get you anywhere. You're just wasting your time. Yeah. And he's like, well, I understand. Okay, how about 2000 I'm like, dude, you registered this a week ago. It's public information. Like, yeah. Well, and it's like, yeah. And if they were really ahead gonna, of the- This is not going to oh. like produce anything for you. You're going to waste your time reaching out. You're just going to annoy people. You see? Well, see, Brady's starting to come Uh-oh. over to my camp. Uh-oh. I got these guys. No they way. They reach out and they're like, you know, what do you think? I have great opportunity for you. And, you know, blah, 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 domain name, mediocre, ends with like an L-Y or some shit. It's like a great <laughs> word, but with an L-Y on the end. And it's like, I can get this for you for no less than $150,000. And it's like, why did you waste those 15 seconds of my life by sending that to me? Yeah. Stop. Like, you're adding no value. In fact, you are detracting value. You should immediately cease and desist from operating in this business. Or just, I told them, look, go take Domain Academy and learn. Because you cannot hand yeah, raise you're, you're only at level two. You, once you get to level three, you'll just start, you'll stop with the like, you know, trying to help. And you'll just tell them, you know, jump off the bridge. Uh, well, look, I mean, there's a lot of, I hit delete a lot. I just happened to respond to this guy because I was like, this yeah. guy is totally Enough is enough. Enough is enough. And he and then he admitted that he was brand new in the space. And I was like, and why do you think, like, I've been doing this 18 years. Why do you think you're going to yeah. hand register one week ago? And me, who's been doing it for 18 years, is going to buy your name for $14,000. Like, you think it works that way? You think it's that easy? It's not that easy. Like, anything else? you got to learn just because we come on here every week and talk about a sale. It's because we have thousands of names. 
We've been doing this for many, many years. It's not that easy. Everybody that sells a name often has a lot of them and spent lots of years buying names that are shit names and they dropped them. I say it all the time. Just because we make it look easy doesn't mean that it is. And that's not just related to domains, but I'm saying related to a lot of stuff. You know, people take it's for like, granted. They think they think, hey, y'all, you know, and, and, and for what it's worth too. a lot of times we're talking about successes. We're not talking about the grind that goes into all of this. Although, you know, Drew has spoken out about how he invested hundreds of thousands of dollars buying terrible domains before he, you know, started to actually figure out the formula, um, you know. But I think that's where it comes into Domain Academy and, you know, and Domain Sherpa and all this kind of stuff, too, where it's like, look, we've been through a lot of this. So for folks that are really new to the space, it's like a lot of the stuff, the mistakes you're going to make have been made many times over by a lot of us who've been around for a long time, especially a lot of y'all. Um, and, uh, you know, there's resources there to learn that, that, to understand what those mistakes are so you don't repeat those because they are expensive mistakes and especially if you're not coming into the space with a whole lot of money like it goes quick you know you can burn your dough on a lot of bullshit before you know it it's like you know before you know it you're trying to you're calling around trying to get that that liquidity son i will say this i will say this right and this is something i've been thinking about a bunch most of the best investors today that are known i guess they don't spend much time on domain like I guess like honing their craft anymore. I think that there are a few except exceptions there, but if you come in and you're willing to spend like, I don't know, five or six hours a day, just like getting better, studying auctions, studying sales, studying trends, just like ingrain yourself in domains there, like you will do, you will do well and you will surpass a lot of the guys that are out there kind of like acting as if they're the best people in the world at domain investing and all that kind of thing. Because if you stop just for five seconds, if you're not focused on like what's going on in the market, what sells, like what the trends are, what the, I don't know, what the end users are buying, like you fall off the cliff pretty quick, man. Like I would say this, I haven't been that focused on stuff over the last 12 to 18 months. And I feel it. Like I feel a little bit disconnected with this disconnected with certain things. And mm -hmm. I don't know, like, it's not it's not something that you can just learn one time and then once you and that, and I and I feel that in our industry I feel like there are a lot there's a lot of old blood that they they think they're so fucking good at like domaining and they they know what they're doing and they act like they they fucking like know everything and they don't know shit anymore they literally don't know shit anymore and so you know you're on domain sure but this is a place where we use names oh, I mean nah 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 but like no, it's more of like a general statement. And I think that if you're young and you're hungry and you spend time on domain investing, understanding the market, you're, I mean, you're over. I, I would guys. say that that's the same thing in every field, right? In every field you get, you know, the people, people get comfortable. They're not as hungry anymore. And then the new blood, the ones that are hungry, they got skills and they're willing to put in the work. You know, they, they, they rise up yeah, and I just, eventually I just overtake. Like, I just feel like we get we we don't really talk about that too much in the domain industry and like the people, like the old people get the focus the majority of the time when there's well, a lot. It's just like yeah, they don't know what they're talking about anymore. That's, that's well, it thing. also depends on the on the category. Now, if we're talking about you know some of these guys that thirty years ago have picked up a bunch of names and been selling them for seven figures all this time, you know they probably still know that range and the portfolio that they have. 
but they don't know brandables. They don't know kind of the, the auction prices, stuff like that. You know, it's just kind of, it's just yeah. kind of a different segment of the market. Yeah. And I would, I would add onto what you said about, you know, spending all day studying, you know, we all did that years ago and got to where we are, but we didn't have the tools back then. There was no domain Sherpa when I started. There was there were no blogs. There were no podcasts. There there were no there were no. Uh, there's no like domain academy. Now there's all these tools, and you can mm-hmm. utilize these tools, and you can literally just study all this content that's being put out by everybody now, like by all mm-hmm. the, the old school folks. And, and it's right there. It's right. You could learn it back then. Like we had to learn it on our own. Didn't I just say this? Didn't I just say that? I feel, I personally feel like the industry is a bit stuck, a bit behind the curve compared to other industries doing things that I just don't, I don't, I, there's, some, there's something missing right now. And, you know, well, I'll tell no you, offense, okay. No offense, no offense to the guys that are trying to innovate, no offense to like, so one, like one of the things that I kind of, I'm looking at and I'm, and I'm thinking to, and I know that you guys talked about it. I didn't watch it, but I know you guys talked about it, but like, in order to move the industry forward and to keep like bringing in new blood and innovating and doing things like ahead of the curve, I feel like there needs to be congregation in certain aspects where people get together and new and and it attracts new people. And I feel like NamesCon is a big part of that. And I would love to see NamesCon do. Are we gonna go there again? <laughs> we don't. Have, you know, we don't have to go, that's why I was doing this. There. I'm like, oh, okay, wait. Are you, what, you know, because he there. took a little I'm, while to get there. You know what I'm saying? He was I'm, like, I'm get, I, I get, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Like people are going to reach out and they're going to be like, oh, you know, fuck you, man. Why, why are you giving names kind of hard time? But like, I don't know. Like, I don't see any other conferences out there. And so NamesCon is the people that I'm going to talk cu- about. A cu- cu- couple people reached out to me saying that kind of thing. They, they left with a tail between their legs. Me too. Me too, bro. And, and well, I don't really, I don't yeah, so, like to talk about it. But the thing is, is like, I just. I I want to see more things happen and more yeah. and like more and and I just don't see it and I'm wondering I, who's going to do I, it. I don't, I don't know ICA. if it was Braden. Yeah, ICA. I, I'm a, I, I advocate for the same. I think the ICA needs to step up and and, and fill that void. I think that they're maybe working on that. I don't, you know. So, uh, but I agree. I think that's. I think the ICA needs to take a leadership position. They're in the you know the unique role where they are unbiased and. Um, they are in a position where they are incentivized to work on the cutting edge of, you know, topics and 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 things that are affecting domain name investors, domain name uh, product and service providers. Um, I think that um, I think that they are in a unique position to really fill that vacuum in a meaningful way uh, that everybody will get behind. And and I unfortunately didn't make it to the last one, but I've heard nothing but positive feedback about the last ICA event. It was great. Yeah. It was it yeah. was kind of like it reminded me of back in the day when they were smaller and most people knew each other. Um yep. and it was it was there wasn't a lot of fluff. There wasn't a lot of sponsors and like you know, people that paid to get on stage and, and, and I'm not hating on names come because you have to do that. That they gotta pay the bills and they gotta they gotta make money. The ICA is less about making money, right? And more about getting exposure for the ICA and, and of course raising some funds, but it's not about profit. Right. It's about supporting the ICA. Well, and I think that's an important piece. And so a couple things here. First of all, I think Josh makes a very good point that 
you know, there are not many people that are trying to carry the torch right now to help to push the domain space forward and create, you know, places for the, um, the industry to get together. Right. So the fact that NamesCon is doing that, uh, you know, a lot of credit to them for continuing to push that and be that because it's a necessary needed thing. You know, we were really the point I thought we were making on the last show was really just, Hey guys, it's, it's, you know, we're within about two months of the show. You've got people that we need to travel from all over the world to come to Austin to be able to attend. And, you know, they need some guidance as to what the conference is going to be about. Like, you know, what value are y'all bringing? Like, well, who are the speakers going to be like? What is what are we talking about? What's going to be the interesting stuff that's going to draw people there and really help to, like, elevate the space? Right. And I think that it was, you know, the information has been a little slow coming. And I think as they're just kind of gathering up what they're doing, it's no discredit to their effort. Right. I think it's all good. I think they've you know, this is part of the process. But, you know. But the point I was making is that it's just really important for the folks that are the leader leaders in the space to just, you know, do the best that they can to continue to keep driving the thing forward, to keep elevating the space. I think the difference between the ICA and NamesCon, I think, is you almost start getting into this thing about what their motivations are, right? And I think that's important, right? ICA's motivations really are to try to lobby on behalf of domainers, right? Um, and on domain, not just investors, but domain owners and domain registrants. Um, and... Uh, you know, and, and that's their mandate. And I think they could utilize these get togethers or a get together or whatever for that purpose in a really positive way and, you know, help to drive like kind of what they're doing and push their mission forward. You know, NamesCon is a for profit, right? They don't exist as like a nonprofit to try to, you know, bring awareness to the domain space, right? They're trying to run a, a business. And so it's different, you know, and I think that, um, but again, yeah, I different. think. You know, but I think all things they can all provide really good value uh, and an important piece of the overall puzzle of what we're talking about. You know, I think yeah, it's also. So, 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 yeah. can, I, can I just in, can I just interject on that because I agree they're different. That's why I'm not like looking necessarily for the, like I'm not thinking oh the ICA is going to take over what Namescon is doing because they are different and like the value that ICA brings is way different. But you know, Shane, the main Shane, he he brought up a good point as it relates to Namescon recently. He said he's he was he showed the the speakers uh for vcon that's coming up right mm -hmm. gary lee's conference and when you look down the list of speakers who's going to be at that event you think to yourself regardless of whether what industry you're in i literally don't care what industry you're in you yeah. think to yourself shit i would love to be there that looks like somewhere where i'm gonna find out something that i don't know or like it's gonna create mm -hmm. value in my life and you know, I understand that he has a lot more pull than most people in terms of getting good speakers, but the domain industry is a big industry. And listen, like there needs to be a way to pull in people that are more interesting than what we currently pull in. Like I'm not an interesting guy. I shouldn't be that like people shouldn't be like interested to come and listen to me talk at NamesCon. Like I'm nobody. Find someone that's gonna find someone that that is gonna like create some excitement. I mean, if if Drew is gonna be the hey, best, Billy, can we use that little snippet right there? Can we just use that with Josh talking about how he's not interesting and he shouldn't be talking? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not though. You know, I'm much. I would I would much rather see you know someone that's famous, someone that you know is gonna. I'm gonna be like, oh, cool. I listened to him speak, and he was. You know, I enjoyed meeting him or what, you know, or whatever. He brought value to my life or I heard him say something that I haven't heard anyone say before. Like, I know what people are going to say at Namescon. Yeah. That's and it. I think that's a really good point. I mean, and I think that's where we came. You know, we said, hey, look, we've had 
um, you know, what there was Kim Kardashian and, you know, some of the, uh, I forget, like, you know, they started rattling off people who other, you know, appeared in the past. Right, I'm bored. Let's move on. Huh? <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, so, well, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. So, all right. Um, you guys want to get into the domain game? Go ahead. All right, Drew, you got to buy or sell. Uh, I'll, let's go, let's go with, um, I got a little bit of both. What do you want? <laughs> you tell me, man. Like sale. We, yeah, sale. Cause all then right. you get to tell us what you bought it for and all that good stuff. All right. All right. Uh, Atlantico.com. Atlantico. All right. Like Atlantic, Atlantic with an O on the end. Atlantico.com. I actually don't know what this one's sold for. So I'm in the mix. I'm in the mix on this. Get out your phones. This is where we do this, Josh. If you know, I don't know when the last time you were on, if we were doing this method, but get on. This is when we spin them around. Doing the meth. Kind of like the uh, the voice almost. We have a new segment where we all smoke meth. Oh, yeah, that'll go great. You know, (laughs) we'll be even more like you talk about going off on tangents. You know what I'm saying? We solve some real problems, though. We're going to get to the bottom of some shit. Um, (laughs) All right. Whenever you are ready, Mr. Reason. Hmm. Wow, you got beer on tap in the background over there, don't you? I do. All I right. feel like wow. you've done, Josh. I feel like you've done some work in that room, man. I feel like the office is like, you know, is, is that wall? Did y'all do some new stuff on that back wall? Is that? Yeah, Christine has been messing around in here. Looks sharp, man. <laughs> Looks like a little. You got some subway tile or something. I'm glad you turned the lights on. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, like. <laughs> You know, I thought you were going to be like, it's cool. The dark and stormy night over there. <laughs> exactly. You're like Blair Witch Project. <laughs> he's like way up in the camera and he's like, I'm so scared right now. All okay. right, let's flip them things. All right, Josh, we go. You gotta hold, yeah, there we go. All right, boom. Oh, we got a pretty good spread. For those of you who are only listening and not watching, Josh is at 4000 I'm at 15000 and Braden is at $40,000 for Atlantico.com. Atlantico.com. And the winner is... All right, the winner is Braden, but Ooh. even if y'all even if y'all Ooh. added up all your scores, it still wouldn't be the price I sold it for. <laughs> oh, you uh, sold it? You sold it? I thought you bought it. My bad. You gotta be, uh, oh, come on, man. man. Pay attention, man. It still right. wouldn't have been above Braden, though, because like even if you said 10x, you know, if I bought it for four and sold it for 10x, you'd still be at 40 where Braden was. <laughs> all right yeah. so our total amount added together was just about 60 g's so what did you actually sell it for well the total added together if you go back to first grade math would be fifty nine thousand dollars. i said about I, 60 g's come on man what are you talking and, about i'm trying to make it I easy sold, for the listeners and i sold it for 60 60 okay yeah. okay so i would have i would have said that i would have literally said 60k Sweat. And uh, so what can you tell us about it? And when did you buy it? And how much did you buy it for? Uh, I don't know the answer to those questions. You know what I mean? You're making this hard. Well, that's Atlantico. what she said. That's, that's uh, what she said. All right, here we go. Ready? So you know how this uh, works. It's the first time on the show. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, that's it. He's just you repeat the rules. Uh, bought this name for $4,000. 2014. Uh, I don't know the price, unfortunately. Let's see. I'd have to go to the inventory. Let's see. Let's see if we got it. Oh. <clears throat> uh, but anyways, it basically it means Atlantic and Portuguese, maybe, in, I guess it's Spanish too. 
That is um, true. And um, I always liked the name. Uh, I paid seventy five hundred dollars. Okay, seventy five hundred. So almost about a ten x, but you know, almost a nine year hold. So mm-hmm. you know, solid result, decent chunk of change coming in, mm-hmm. and uh, but you that's paid a uh, lot for that. Back, I mean, twenty fourteen. You said, yeah, yep. Yeah, you paid a lot for it back then. Yeah, back then, you know, I bought a lot of um, uh, Spanish keyword domains. Uh, at that time, I was living in Panama, and uh, I was proactively trying to buy some of these Spanish keyword domains. And um, yeah, and in general, how's that worked out for you? Actually, quite well. I mean, it, it, it all of them were more or less long hold times, um, but uh, I've I've sold. I've sold quite a few of them, you know, for good money. I mean, you know, Vita.com was probably or definitely the best one that got rolled into, you know, very significant profit plus equity. Uh, I got to check out how they're doing, by the way. Um, And uh, yeah, I've had a few, I've had a few, uh, a few doubles, triples, a couple home runs. Vita was the grand slam. Um, But I, I like them. I think they make great brands. Even for non-Spanish speaking companies, yeah, I think I have a couple too. Well, you and I have uh, Electrico.com together. Uh, we do, we do, and I think I think I grabbed the .org. I, I think I added to our little holding there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, on that topic, I'm gonna get little little food for thought. See what you think. I used to like protecting these names. If I got the .com and I had the opportunity to get the .net and the .org for a reasonable price, I used to do it or the .io or whatever. And I actually decided that strategically, I don't want to own those anymore. And the reason being is that um, they make great training wheels. And if you block out the namespace completely, then there's, I think, lower probability of somebody entering the namespace at an early stage, growing into a stage where they can then afford to buy the .com. Whereas if you allow somebody to get in on the IO, the CO, the or the net, whatever, and then they grow up, you know, three to five years in, they got a B round, they got some money, they got cash flow, and they say, oh, time to upgrade, right? Um, what do you think about that? Because the reality is, I think I've only ever sold like the full package, the full Monty of, of, you know, the dot com or the net above whatever, whatever it was we owned. That's only happened to me a few times. You're not going to sell the package, but if you don't sell the the IO or the org or the net or the co, then somebody else will. So it just, it's, it comes down to that. Yeah. And also you could add the plural, which sometimes makes sense, sometimes doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I agree that it should be priced so that someone can can step into it at a much, much lower price point. But I, I like controlling it because I want to be the one that sells it at that lower price um, and then have the relationship. Say, look, I've yeah. got the dot okay. and you're ready, ready to come back. Also, yeah. there, there's the opportunity to, when someone comes in for the dot com and they don't have the budget, you can then say, hey, you know, you can pick up the dot net for a tenth of the price and get started there. And then when you're ready, come over uh, for the .com. You can use it as an upsell. If you're trying to get someone to pick up the .com and it's it's above their their budget, it can be a value add. Like, like I could throw in the .net, the .org, which I happen to have. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I, I think there's a there's a variety of reasons. There's also um, the other thing is if you sell the .com, you can come back afterwards and say, look, I happen to have the .net, and for a tenth of what you pay for the .com, I'll give you the .net, and sometimes they'll do it. So, um, but but I hear what you're saying by keeping them out there in the market at a um, at a reasonable price. Yeah. But I think if you can control the pricing of all those, the ComNet, Oregon, IO, um, it kind of helps elevate the dot-com price. And you're not going to get somebody that's going to really, really undercut you and sell it for like, you know, 1% or something. So, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, I sell nets and orgs and IOs when they're good keywords. Don't, I'm t- the people listening right now, please don't send me everything that's a net and an org because I don't want them. <laughs> I want them just just if they're good uh, premium one word uh, generic uh, dictionary words, not a bunch of random crap. Yeah, noted. All right, are we moving on? They're still gonna they're still gonna send that shit to you though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's true. Uh, all right, moving on. Who's up? It all is right. Braden. Braden is up. Um, all right, I got to All right, I got a sale. BakersfieldDUILawyers.com. Whoa, that's a mouthful. I still have legal names in my portfolio, and they still sell. Yeah, I think that was on the last episode. You you talked about a legal name, too, or a couple episodes ago. BakersfieldDUILawyers.com. Is it lawyers or lawyers? Plural lawyers. Yeah, I sold two legal names this year. The, uh, the butcher. You know when they sell, I've had them for so long when they sell it, I feel like it's free money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Well, and you uh, probably made your money back on your portfolio on, on those particular names a long time, like, you know, a minute ago. Oh, yeah. So, oh, so yeah, now sure. it is kind of just free money coming in minus the uh, cost of renewal. Bakersfield. All right. The butcher of Bakersfield. So someone's got to defend, uh, you know, I remember Arnold Schwarzenegger and the running man. That was the uh, the butcher of Bakersfield. And then that's what sent him to that prison. So when somebody's got to defend him after that goes down, do we not see the running man? Nobody? No. No. Uh-uh. You're, you're digging too deep for this one. Oh, man. Who has not seen the run? Well, I guess all y'all. So, okay. Um, so you guys ready? Then, yeah, hold on. Ready. Hold on. Hold on. Um, all right. So, um, okay. Uh, ready? Three, two, one, turn. Okay. So for those of you who are only listening, Josh is at $3,995. I'm at $4,999. And Drew is at $14,888 for BakersfieldDUILawyers.com. You get a DUI in Bakersfield, California, or one of the other Bakersfield that exists in the U.S., this is where you go. Um, Better call Saul. Josh, Josh, almost, almost exactly three nine nine eight. He was off by three dollars. Oh man! Wow, Braden, you're destroying your reputation. (laughs) Well, no, no. Look, the thing is that yes, I do sell big names. I have turned down six figure offers in the last you know few weeks for other names that I think are worth more. But the cash flow of small names. I've had these. This was a hand register in 2008. Yeah. Um, so I paid like seven bucks for it. Uh, so a bunch of renewals. So what, what, what do I have in this name? hundred bucks. Um, 
All right. So first of all, these names don't sell for that much unless you're talking about a really big city. And this is not a major metro. Um, the other issue with this name, and this is what people forget all the time when they try to pitch me legal names or they're they're bidding against me for legal names, which I don't really buy anymore, is that BakersfieldDUILawyers.com has exactly the same value as Bakersfield DUI Lawyer, Bakersfield DUI Attorney, and Bakersfield DUI Attorneys. So there are four mm-hmm. names out there with the same value. So mm-hmm. if someone wants that name, they'll take one of the other three. What's happening with those other three? If I don't own them, I'm competing against somebody else that might be selling those for $1,200 or $400 or who knows. Yeah. So the price point has to make sense because of those other variations that are out there. It's the number and one rule in negotiation. Why? You're only as good as the next best alternative. Yep. And, and so my, my ROI is is pretty good on this yep. one, right? I mean, what's that ROI from a hundred from hundred bucks all in to four thousand? Pretty good, pretty right? good. Thirty x. Yeah. Um. So look, and when and when these you got sell, renewal costs. That's it. Like I said, it's I feel you like said it's hundred dollars all in. Hundred dollars all in, including renewals. No, that's not possible. Well, I don't know what it is. I threw it. I didn't do the math. I don't do public math. <laughs> I don't do public math. I love that. Uh, but yeah, either way. So, uh, you know, 35X and, uh, you know, not a bad deal. All of a sudden, it's like mailbox money, man. Just like, boom. Like, all of a sudden, a quick couple grand shows up in your account. It's like, you know, that's long yes. since paid for itself. So, I think, um, you know, yeah, that look, sounds that, like that, a win to me. All right. Well, let's keep it moving. bucks is not going to. It's not going to move the needle, right? I'm not. It's not going to change my life. But if if I get, you know, one of those every month or so, I've had two. I've had three small sales, one a month this this year. Three small, like four figure sales: thirty five hundred, a sixty five hundred, and a four thousand. So, you know, that pays for pays for something, right? It's not I bad. Think, I think it's fantastic. Rules. And and those are all bins. So I just I just get an email. Money's in your account. Great. Yep. I'll take all day long. Yeah. No, all good stuff. All right. Cool. Um, so I think Braden's got a point, and Josh has a point currently. So Josh, you're up with the name. You got to buy. It sounds like you got to buy as opposed to a sell. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I actually spent so much money on buys uh, recently. Spending that pickleball money. Yeah, what's oh, going yeah. on with pickleball? Talk to so us about great. that first. Like, what uh, what's good with your uh, like? You guys playing in tournaments? You guys winning? You like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are... I mean, I've been playing tournaments, and I'll play more tournaments this year. So, like, the last tournament that I played was down in Daytona, and that was like that was pretty legit because so it's getting super competitive now. So, like last year, there were no qualifiers. Like, if you wanted to play pro, you could get into the pro draw most of the time. Now it's like getting pretty legit. Like proper athletes are coming in. Like some of the some of the ex like pro tennis players, like even ones that have won Grand Slams or been like top ten in the world, are transitioning and moving into pickleball. And like oh, that's wild. Just, yeah, it's just it's wow. and like there's a lot of, there's a lot of money getting into pickleball. Like not necessarily in the not necessarily in tournament prize money yet, but in sponsorships and contracts like you know, it's, it's getting big. Like some of these bigger names are making, you know, seven figures, uh, through. Who, who are the big sponsors? Um, so the big, so Franklin, uh, 
Jula, J-O-O-L-A. That they're they're like big in the ping pong uh, mm-hmm. world. Yeah, these, are, uh, these are paddle and equipment manufacturers, by the way. Yeah, Sel- Selkirk is a is a is a is a pickleball one specifically. Is, is like, there anybody outside of that world that, that like is Rolex Ske- or like Skechers? Skechers are getting into okay. pickleball like pretty okay. uh, significantly. I think Adidas okay. is starting. Adidas is starting to sponsor a few players as well. Uh, I mean, it's coming. It's coming, and like there, there's a lot of these newer companies that are uh, coming up, and they're willing to like throw money at players to cover their like travel costs and uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So, well, and I think when you look at who's invested in the actual leagues too, you know, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, like all these people that are starting to pump money. Gary Gary V was at the MLP event um, last week watching his team play. Um, I mean, yeah, there there are some big names invested in pickleball right now. Uh, that's pretty wild which is, yeah. which is crazy and it's just moving really really fast anyway i played this tournament in daytona last like two weeks ago um with a new partner uh that lives around here locally that i you know train with from time to time and anyway we qualified and then we played uh the number one team in the world like undisputedly and they um they haven't lost a match this season yet this year they haven't lost a single match and um yeah, we 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 won a game off them, and we were up in the in the deciding game. Um, and yeah, dude, like we had like pretty what like a pretty large crowd for pickleball watching, and we were getting pretty fired up, and it was good fun. Oh, we, ended shit. Up, we ended up losing, like, but if we had won that match, it would have been like the biggest upset ever in pickleball basically oh man so, let's go we got to get the rematch man we got to turn this into like a sports movie like a rock yeah, type of deal i know the problem <laughs> is is like I, I i think that i could i could kind of compete with with the best if i was you know full-time just going to be training every day okay. and traveling but i can't travel to every tournament every week around the whole of the united states i just can't do that i got you know i got a wife what else, got what else you doing kids. you got nothing else I mean, going just, on man what are you doing i'm too i'm too i'm, I'm kind of too old no this well. needs to happen man we got to turn this into the sports movie we got we need the montage of you training running in the morning with the kids yeah. like on your back like you know doing that whole thing and then like you know the scene where you go to play in a tournament and there's the fight with the wife and and then she shows up anyway and supports you in the championship when you guys beat those motherfuckers let's go let's yeah. go <laughs> i mean honestly the no the no sales this month just kind of just like hits home hits home kind of hard it's like dude <laughs> you, well, you, need to, you, know, you need to focus on your like here's the thing i'm always gonna make a lot more money from domain investing than i am from pickleball right so at the end of the day it can just it's just gonna be it's fun for me and like going out and playing against that team a couple of weeks ago and you know going out and playing with the best like that's why i'm doing it just you know for those fun oh, moments yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoy it. Well, I'm not going to be able to compete with those guys week in, week out because I don't know. I'm just at the wrong stage of my life. Ten years ago would have been yeah the time. Yeah, you know? but you know, like, look, I mean, I'm again, I'm, 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 a, I'm all like in on the on the sports movie aspect of of your journey here. You know what I'm saying? So we need to, you know, we need to keep that in mind. But um, well, I think like you bring up a couple of really interesting points. First of all, I think the stuff about pickleball is fascinating. Just watching something like kind of blow up and and take on the uh, you know the life and the momentum that it is is just really super cool. Um, it is. You know, for you to be right in the mix of it, I think is super neat. And uh, you know, but it also brings up the point you said earlier about domaining, which is if you're not focused on it, it's like anything. If you start to just stop paying attention, stop putting yeah. in the work, like 
shit's not you're not going to get the sales the stuff doesn't just do you know operate all by itself it's not the kind of thing where you can reach a point where you're just like oh i can set it and forget it and uh so i think that's also interesting well that's also it also comes down to focus right like i think drew's talked about this before i've definitely spoken about this multiple times it's like if you want to be good at something you need to focus on it right and Mm -hmm. over the last six months you know what i've been focusing on i've been focusing on getting fit and playing pickleball and i have not been focusing on domains at all i haven't been focused on any of that shit and like i can tell like i can see it like the results are already starting to come and and you know you need to focus on what you want to be good at and if you don't you're not going to be good at it simple as that yeah so it's good life advice you know so yeah 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 but uh yeah yeah it's i'm i'm having fun i'm enjoying it but uh yeah and y'all went down to daytona y'all went down to daytona daytona beach yeah, yeah, what a what a shithole. Daytona Sorry. is a shithole. <laughs> we went down there for a friend's birthday party, um, you know, weekend type thing not too long ago. And we're like, man, you know, we had a blast, but when it was time to go, like we left the hotel at like six thirty in the morning, you know what I'm saying? On some like, yo, I think I left my clothes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of exactly. shit. Exactly. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Atlantic City, New Jersey. <laughs> It is. It's like it is. It's like Atlantic City, and it's um, you know, it's very. It is very similar. I haven't been in AC in a while. I know that they, you know, were doing some things, the Borgata, and a couple things that have helped a little bit down there, but or up there, I guess. But um, yeah, lipstick on a pig. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. No doubt. But all right, well, all right, cool, man. I got the main. I got the main. Here we go. Uh, I'll do one. That, I, I, let's do btfp.com. Okay, fourletter.com. B T. That's a buy. B T F P dot com. Are you? I mean, if you want to, if you want to Google it real quick, in case you don't nah, know. No, 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 no. That's that's cheating. We're all going based no, off. No, of, no, no, no. We're going based off of instinct and just immediate knowledge. Um. All right. So B T F P. It's a buy. Um. All right. BTFP. All right. Y'all ready? One, two, three. Flip it. All right. So we've got Braden at $2,500, me at $3,000, and Drew at $7,888. So decent spread, but all kind of in, in, in the same pocket. What's up? Are we uh, – how, how do we do BTFP, BTFP is the new fucking, you know, uh, put everybody's debt on the Fed balance sheet program. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no! It's just a matter of time till Drew is like he's like. I, yeah, I need Josh an in. was just trying. Josh was just pumping me. I knew it. I, he was just like, I need an in. He was like, I need an in. <laughs> I want to talk about it. Let's go talk. Somebody mentioned say the word Fed. Hey, I fe- I fed my uh, kid yesterday. Oh, speaking of the Fed, let me, let's talk about. Hey, Josh, yeah. you want to tell us what you paid for? I yeah. I so actually, out of all of the ones, I got a pretty good deal on that one. I think I paid fourteen hundred. Ooh, fourteen hundred. Wow. All right, so that means that was me then. Oh no, that was Braden, and then that means Braden. I mean, wins. Imagine, imagine yeah, if Braden there was a correlation the between the value of that domain and the expansion of the Fed <laughs> Fed Fed balance sheet based on that program. Just I imagine. So, so imagine. So you know, it's know, funny. I don't know who the buyer for that would be, but I don't know. I, I'm, I'm sure Balaji. Like, you should sell that might, to Balaji. I guess there might be brokers that get involved in that kind of thing if it expands out or not. <laughs> I don't know. Not, I mean, look, you can be sure if there's a new program, somebody's getting rich on it. 
But, oh, that's without a question. <laughs> but hey, uh, so, you know, it's funny because you had mentioned something about, oh, do you want to check and see what it means? Which is why normally if it was just a regular four character dot com that had some decent letters, you know, I probably would have been in the, the range of what you paid for it. But you gave it a little extra something, something like, you know, like, oh, hey, this is like, you know, so why did you buy that one in particular? And what were you referring to? And what's the plan? Uh, I mean, like just anytime that you see a uh, anytime that you see like a new thing come out like that, you, I mean, just as a domain, you kind of check like, hey, what's up with that domain? You know, you know, a couple hundred billion among friends. No big deal. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was just checked it out, looked on the marketplace. I think I saw it for sale somewhere and I was like, oh, I'll take it. I'll take a pun on that one. And by the fucking panic. Yeah. So bank term funding program, right? I mean, and that's the. uh, Yeah. um, Yeah. It came out after the Silicon Valley bank debacle. All right. Well. And I I guess there's still like lots of info coming out on like how it's going to work and what it means. So I don't know. Yeah. So did you immediately, so you see that the fun, you know, the program gets created and then did you come across the domain or did you start searching for it? I I looked for, I just looked for it. I wanted to see what, what it was, if it, if it was like for sale. And then where did you find it? Uh, I think it was either GoDaddy or or Sado. Was it a buy now? So you were like, all right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah I just, bought it. I just yeah. bought it. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you got out ahead of it in front of Drew on that one. You know what I mean? That's like actually like Drew was sleeping, I think. So now, so the truth is, is, um, you know, I just don't know who the buyer is. Right. Exactly. I don't even like that. You know what I mean? Um, I, I would probably buy, especially for 1400 bucks. I'd probably buy it just to like use it to, you know, I don't know, mess don't with know. some. Just <laughs> yeah, just like send everybody to uh somewhere. I don't know. I don't even know. You know what? We're not even gonna, let's it's fine. I don't need we don't need to get you don't need to get poisoned on a park bench. Um but um I think the uh, Yeah, so and then was it a buy it now? Like it was already or did you make an offer on it? What was the what was the process? Yeah, so well just by the way, this it says like to sum up the core feature of the BTFP is is the provision of short-term loans to eligible financial institutions. Yeah, you could conceivably create a, a site where, you know, you're, you're some affiliate deal. No, no, but you don't you, – no, there's no affiliate deal because the loans are directly from the Federal Reserve. The only people that are um, uh, applicable for the loans are right, – exactly. Are literally sanctioned banks. So you're a bank. So basically, you're a bank, right? And what happened is Fed gave away all this money in between 2020 and 2022, right? So what happened? You look at a com- you look at like Silicon Valley Bank. The Silicon Valley Bank had something like I think it was like sixty billion dollars in deposits as of twenty twenty. As of twenty twenty two, they had two hundred billion dollars in deposits. Why? Well, because all of you know the triple P loans and all the bullshit money that they just pulled off the tree and gave to everybody. Uh, and because of the liquidity that went into the economy, caused the inflation. Business was good. Our business was good. Many businesses were good. So deposits at the banks went up across the board. And so that presents a problem for a bank when interest rates are like 0% or 1%. Because what do you do? How do you make money as a bank in that environment? So you got all these depositors giving you money, but you can't make money on that money. And so it's actually a liability for you. 
And so what these banks did, because that's basically their mandate. The Fed's, even though, the Fed's paid the bank to process those loans. Yes. And so, um, uh, well, no, we're not even talking about the loans. We're talking about deposits. The loans aren't actually the problem. Um, so the, the problem is that they have these deposits and they have to, they have two options, right? They can buy uh, certain types of assets that's regulated, what they can buy, or they can lend out the money, right? Uh, or they can deposit the money with the Fed and they get some kind of rate. But there's like, there's thresholds, that they, certain amounts of capital have to go into each of these buckets, right? And so basically they took this money and in some cases it was mismanaged, but it, they, they took the money and they went because the Fed told them, literally, Jay Powell's words, we are not even thinking about, thinking about raising rates, right? And so what did they do? They went out and they took these short-term deposits and they bought long-term uh, treasury bonds. So 10-year and 30-year treasury bonds. Well, that's all well and good. That's safe money until the Fed says, oh, by the way, actually, we're going to rug pull your ass and we're going to go from 0.25% interest rates all the way up to five. And so when you jack the interest rates over an 18-month period of time from mm. basically effectively zero to effectively five, what happens to a 10-year treasury bond that you bought with a coupon you know, of basically nothing, right, uh, to uh, now I can buy a new 10-year bond with a, I don't know, effectively 4%. Well, the, what happens is the value, <laughs> the, the value of that bond in the market, if you have to sell it, right, sure. you can hold it to maturity, but that's 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. But if you have to sell it because everybody wants their money, everybody's pulling deposits, yeah, running the bank, then you have no choice but to sell it in the open <laughs> market. And then you have to then mark to market the value of that asset, which is now impaired by between 20 and 30%. When you add up that loss on, you know, $200 billion of these assets, they end up with a $20 billion hole in their balance sheet. And yeah. so they basically wiped out all the equity in the company. And uh, uh, so what the Fed did is the buy the fucking panic program, the BTFP. And what they did is they said, okay, we're going to buy your shit assets at full value. So you bought a, you know, a million dollars in treasury bonds and it paid 0.5% interest. We're going to give you the million dollars back, right? Or in this case, $20 billion, right? We're going to give you the value of that at par value. We're going to loan you that money for one year. And uh, that way, we're basically shoring up your balance sheet, okay? You can use the money we're lending you to, you know, cover with deposit withdrawals. And then in one year, we're going to give you, you know, you're going to basically pay us back and we're going to give you this asset back. Right. And they may extend that program from one year to two years. Who knows? I have this interesting theory that I haven't heard anybody else talk about that when they, when they tell you, Hey, interest rates, we're telling you the market that we're going to keep raising interest rates. And so what that means is that the value of that asset that they are now going to basically borrow from you and give you money for at par value, 
the value of that asset actually is going to continue to go down. The more they raise interest rates, the more impaired the value of that asset in the open market is. Now, if the Federal Reserve is telling these banks, and we're not talking about a small program. So far, I think it's $300 billion, and it could be as, as big as $2 trillion, right? So we're talking about a lot of money. And if the Federal Reserve is saying, we're going to do this program for one year, then in my mind, what that means is that they expect that interest rates one year from the time that they introduce this program have to be, by definition, have to be lower, well, certainly lower, but have to be at least at par or lower than the uh, average uh, 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 coupon of the bonds that they are are lending against, right? Because otherwise, they're going to say, oh, time to pay it back. We're going to give you your shit impaired asset back. And you're ju- literally, we're going to just have the same problem again. Now, the average rate on these bonds is like one and a half percent, two percent. So basically, in my mind, I think that we can expect that one year from now, interest rates will absolutely have to be sub two percent or let's say at two percent or lower, Really, um, which is not what the market is pricing, which is not what the dot plot the Fed is giving the market is telling you. They're telling you it'll be in the high threes or low fours. And so um, I think that that means that, you know, they see what I see, which is an absolute massive shitstorm of credit defaults on the horizon that's going to require a two to three hundred basis point rapid decline in Fed rate. And uh, there is no other way that these banks could ever put those assets back on their balance sheet a year from now. Because if. If I'm right and and rates go down to, let's say, one, one and a half percent, two percent or lower, um, then suddenly those aren't impaired shit assets anymore. They're actually really good assets. The value will be at par or better, depending on the coupon. So I think that uh, this program and and the fact that it's a one year duration and the fact that the average rate of the bonds that they're loaning against are sub two percent. I think that tells you where rates are going to be one year from now. Wow. And you and you heard it here first. Yeah. No, well, maybe mean, you should buy that domain and then you could put that uh, theory up on that, on that site. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe here you go. Here's my, you know, we could also just put a link to this, uh, this episode, you know, so. We could, uh, uh, that's kind of interesting. I haven't heard, I haven't heard a theory that rates would drop that low. I, all the theories from like pretty, now, for what uh, it's worth, they could extend. They could extend it. They absolutely could extend it to two years, right? They could. It, it, not that they've implied that in any way, but they could do, you know, basically anything they want. And they could say, "Oh, you know, we're extending that one-year program to two years," because the banks are already advocating for a two-year, uh, uh, an extra year extension. But um, in my mind, these are not stupid people, despite what many people like to think. These are these are really really intelligent people that run these. Uh, the run the Fed. And in my mind, for them to say this is a one-year duration program, we know what the coupon is on these bonds, and we were going to give them back to the banks and expect payment from the banks in one year, tells me that they fully expect that the Fed rate at that moment will be at par or below the average rate on those bonds. 
because it otherwise like it wouldn't make ultimate, sense. What's the ultimate outcome? The ultimate outcome is you raise rates, you cause a panic, you stop people from being able to spend, inflation goes down, lots of people go out of business, a lot of people go bankrupt, and then those that ride out the wave then get to capitalize on low interest rates again. And you go back to kind of like starting that. Yeah, cycle. I mean it's it's more it's more it's more insidious than that and more complicated. Um so basically I think we've basically we've basically hit the maximum amount of debt, I think, that 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 we can carry, right? And so um that the system can 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 withstand. And and we just found out basically, you know, what happens when we get interest rates back to real levels. When I say real levels, I mean there's a positive uh uh difference between inflation and uh the interest rates. Now, technically speaking, I think we're seeing like six percent prints on inflation and interest rates are let's say roughly five percent, four point seven five, I think. So um technically there's still you know negative one percent yields, but you know it's basically consensus that you know um uh inflation will get down. Now, I don't believe that we'll get inflation down to the 2% target rate. I think that we're going to hover around four, but, um, you know, I don't know how the math works exactly, but basically, you know, there's only two ways to sustain the debt. You can have negative interest rates, right? Where inflation exceeds the interest rate. Okay. So you're inflate, you're basically, you're basically making the, the the debt burden go down because inflation, which seeps into the GDP, um, is exceeding the amount of interest it needs to be paid, right? Or GDP can grow. Now, GDP is only going to grow because because of the demographics that we face, basically worldwide, um, except certain parts in, of Asia. Um, uh it's impossible for GDP growth under current circumstances to grow without very significant technological uh, uh, innovation, right? That that stimulates GDP growth. Um, uh, efficiency and productivity has to increase, but at the moment it is decreasing at an unprecedented rate. Um, and so it's basically impossible to get GDP growth to to grow. And so that's the dilemma that, that the governments face. And so you really only have one option, and that is inflate the debt away, right? So it's, we're not going to default on our debt, right? That would be, you know, the, the United States government can't default, right? Despite all the fear mongering that people like to do, the, the, the U.S. government is the, the global reserve currency. It can print as much money uh, uh, ultimately as it needs, um, at least in a short-term time horizon until people lose faith in you know, in that paper. Um, and so uh, there, there is only one way, and that is to inflate the debt away. So basically, let's say, yes, we're going to pay you back. We guarantee we're going to pay you back in 10 years, and you will get paid back in 10 years. The question that everybody has to ask themselves is, what will the purchasing power of the money I get back? So when you buy a bond at, let's say, $100, and you get 4% interest, you expect that over the next let's say it's a 10-year bond, over the next 10 years, you're going to get 4% in annual interest in the form of a coupon. You're going to get an interest payment from the government, 4% a year. And at the end of 10 years, 
you're going to get your $100 that you paid in principle for that bond. You're going to get that back. But what is that $100 going to buy you uh, uh, 10 years from now? My guess is it's going to buy you a soup and a sandwich versus, you know, whatever it buys you today, right? So um, maybe two soups and a sandwich, right? And so um, that is, you know, monetary debasement 101, right? And so that's basically what they're going to do. They're going to have no choice but to make the money print to go burr. And they're going to, you know, create asset inflation, monetary debasement. There really is no alternative. What they're doing right now, though, as you sort of inferred, is they've got their foot on the brake and on the gas at the same time, right? That's what just started with this BTFP program. It's, okay, we're going to do some form of weird QE by, you know, expanding the Fed's balance sheet, right? That's the gas. We're going to keep talking about raising rates. But we're going to keep raising rates, which is going to, you know, uh, 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 destroy demand, <laughs> destroy, <laughs> destroy banks, destroy demand. Now, I actually think it's a calculated objective. I don't think it's collateral damage. I think it's actually a calculated objective to uh, destroy a lot of these banks, consolidate them. Um, well, and I think uh, here's the problem too, real quick, and then let's move on, and then let's get into Namejack and a jet yep. because you know, as as you get off into your, uh, you know, your dissertation, which is, by the way, extremely interesting. But I've also I hear this every day, so I'm like, yo, um, but uh, so I'm good. I'm gonna keep it moving. But um, you know, you know, if, if Billy could just take out that whole thing, <laughs> and then we could publish it over at like Drew's Ramblings. No, we should publish it over at btfp.com, man. That's what what I'm saying. Let's go. Everybody complains. Everybody complains. But the feedback that I get personally is a lot of people really appreciate it. They do. It's good stuff. It's great stuff. No, but I think we've covered it. So um, We appreciate it, Drew. I said to JT yesterday when I was on the phone, I said, is Drew going to be on? Because if Drew's not on, I'm not doing Sherpa anymore. He basically was like, I don't want to come on and talk about domains. I just want to hear what Drew has to say about the economy. And um, so I was like, yeah, that's fine. Um, and <laughs> I said, it'll be here. Um, but the point I was going to make real quick is that, yeah, I think the unfortunate thing, and I've said this a lot is that when you talk about trying to slow down the economy, right? Like what that it's, that sounds f- okay. That sounds, Hey, we're trying to do something positive. But what that really means is, is like, we've got to create a lot of negative pull, right? We, people have to lose their jobs. Like companies have to go out of business. Like, you know, uh, you know, people have to default on their fucking debt. Like there's a lot of stuff that has to happen in the, in, you know, to lead to an actual cooling down of the economy. And that means that's a lot of negative stuff for a lot of people, which, you know, they're really just trying to pick their poison in a lot of what they're doing. And it is, you know, it creates this, you know, it's, it's messy. It's, it's very, very messy. And, uh, you know, it's not easy. And, uh, you know, but I think the key thing, just like anything, it's like trying to understand what's happening, try to understand how it impacts you, try to understand where it creates opportunity, mitigate your risk and take advantage of those potential opportunities. So to that end, I will reiterate what I said earlier, which is if you need some liquidity, you know, and you've got some premium domain names, Holler media options and, uh, you know, we can see if we can help you out, you know? So, and, uh, and with that, let's go. Ahead. We've got, we've, we've got, a, we've got the BTFD program over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're going to take all your encumbered domains, all your impaired domains, and we're going to put them on our balance sheet. Yeah, let's go. Um, but no, but for real, I think that's important that people, you know, they lose sight of the fact that we are, we, we acquire a lot of domains, you know, we, we, we have a good portfolio. We continue to build and grow. So, um, you know, and as and by people the way, do, a premium, a premium domain name is not something you hand registered last week. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to get into some of that too. 
Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. So let's talk about some premium domains that are otherwise available on Namejet. So we're going to slide into segment three. <laughs> Remember where we are on the show and uh, and keep it moving because we got a list of names coming up for auction here on Namejet. So let's talk about some of the detail there. As you guys know, this section sponsored by our friends at Namejet. Um, we will review a list of these domains going to auction. We're going to talk about what the Sherpas like, what they don't like. We've got a list of domains here. It's about 18 names. Um, actually, it's not even about 18 names. It is 18 names. Hold on. I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find my list. Um, where did I put it? Um, all right, here we go. Uh, and we've got the Estabot appraisals. Take those with a grain of salt. On the, uh, you know, you can go to the Domain Sherpa website, go to the actual episode uh, post for this show. Download I do want to say thank you, Namejet. You have made some of the uh, 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 repairs and improvements that, you know, we had called out on the show. There are still more to come, more things that need to be done. But, um, uh, for example, Best Deals, I think, was one of the names that, that you guys are advertising. And when you go to that page... It's all messed up. It's like one of those <laughs> things, but it's like what? You know, the code's all like, bro. Like, but uh, but the, the Estabot appraisals work again on the sh- on, on, you know at the bottom of the landing pages and yeah. Know, no, look, I mean, I think it's a, you know. I, I also I don't... don't have the loading error when I when I go you know when I like there's no cash in anymore in the in the uh, daily auction pages. Yeah. So, no, we some look, of that we, stuff we got give fixed. credit where credits hey, due. Wait, I mean, while, we were... while we're on the topic of. Namejet do better. Uh, I just want to say that th- <laughs> this morning, this morning there was a Namejet and or Snap Names email that went out with their exclusive feature domains. Yeah. And today, uh, Great Deals is one of them. The other one is Slams.com. And the comps that they use for Slams.com is just, you know, yeah. random of yeah. their premium five-letter domains, including yeah. Chill at 1.6, Vista at 1.25, and Check at 1 million. Now slams is not worth seven figures or even close. Just because it's five letters does not mean yeah. it's a premium domain name. Yeah, so, I agree. Namejet, do better. Yeah, do oh, better wow. on those comps. Do better on the comps. The comps is that's really, ridiculous. that's, yeah, it makes me like kind of want to vomit in my mouth. Yeah. Wow. That's like, that's like Estebot or just, you know, where it's like, well, there's, this is what the algorithm says. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no human looked at this before they put this email out. Yeah. We, we had a client that kind of did like a name jet comp type of shit. They were like, you know, they paid us for an appraisal and then we, we sent them, you know, the appraisal, which I thought was already being generous. And then they came back and were like, well, you know, they'll give us like 10 of the biggest domain sales in history. And we're like, well, what, why, why aren't these comps? They said, like, well, cause those are really good English words and your domain name is not a word or English. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But other than that, perfect. But other than that, you yeah. have the same number of letters. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what it was. Um, well, hey, look, everybody's, you know, the endowment effect, everybody's going to overvalue their stuff. And everyone at the end of the day is just trying to, you know, trying to make their money, trying to make that paper. And uh, but yeah, speaking of paper, if you go to the, the list, you download the sheet. 
Um, I don't know what it has to do with paper, but the uh, it does have the estimate appraisals, the amount of back orders as of the uh, the time that uh, we air, we record the show, how many days left in the back order period as of the day the show airs. Uh, all of these are expiring domains, which means that they're going to go to private auction, which means if you want to participate, you've got to have a back order in before the end of the back order deadline period so that you can participate. And then we also include a couple other data points as well. Um, so, uh, you know, we get no affiliate benefit from this, just so you know. So really, this is just trying to help you all. Uh, hopefully that is the case. And, uh, and, and with that, let's go ahead and dive into the list and see what the, uh, the Sherpas like, what they don't like. Let's, uh, let's make some noise. Da, 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 slams. Da, da. <laughs> nope, not that. Not it. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Josh. What you think, man? Let's start with you. You going to start with me? Okay. Uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> well, I got, I can't believe got, is that gonorrhea on there? Uh, <laughs> yeah, gonorrhea. <laughs> America's favorite STD. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, know I thought that. about not including that one, you know, because I was like, is that just? But I don't know. I mean, it's a, look, it's a it's a valuable domain. Um, and hey, look, if you got gonorrhea, first thing you're gonna do is go Google it. You know, <laughs> oh shit, what do what do I do about my gonorrhea? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go past that one. I um, I actually, I think I think AshwellHomes.com is low key one of the most valuable names there. Mm-hmm. I mean. You know, rich people love Asheville, right? And uh, I mean, that's just the perfect. That's the perfect rich, one. For rich, rich people and poor hippies. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. you know, and Asheville is one of these areas that's you know it's growing and uh, it's getting more and more popular. I think the people who've been there for a minute, um, you know, are, are you know they're unhappy with the fact that you have all these other people trying to come in there now. You know, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, like it's super cool. Rich, yeah. like rich, like Rich Schwartz and Mike Birkins. Yeah, they're like they're get off my lawn. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying get off. Lawn hippie, um, and uh, yeah, so uh, you know, as yeah, is the way. Those not familiar with Asheville, not Nashville, but Asheville, North Carolina. It's a very cool hip town that's both like hip and high end and old school hippie at the same time. But it's a, yeah. it's a really cool town. Yeah, yeah. and, and they, like and that's they, the that's the perfect version of that domain, right? There are so many different ones. Like you get Asheville real estate, Asheville houses, all that kind of. Asheville homes is the perfect is is the best one. So, and there's a lot, there's a lot of, of justification and, and, and yeah. development happening. And shout, sh- shout out, shout out Danny Rosner, my cousin. He's one of the, the top bakers in town, apparently making mm, some good ass nice. bread for all y'all hippies in, oh. in Nashville. Yeah. Danny just had a baby named Naum, na- named after Naum Chomsky. I think I'm going to go with oh, it now. Okay, cool. So nice. Nice. All right, um, I'll do two others. Um, I think that it's worth talking about sleepingdisorders.com and sleepproblems.com, mm-hmm. especially if you're a, you're a hustler and you're looking to make something happen. Those are the type of names that you can make something happen with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a hustler, baby. Yeah. Just want yeah, you to yeah. know. So, you know, Man, where that, I've been. There's plenty of money where I'm about to go. <laughs> Sorry. And I just want to love you. <laughs> who I am. And with all this cash, forget there, you. And there are a couple of companies. I'm just going to move on. There are a couple right. of companies that are rolling up that space, like really yeah. well funded yeah. companies. They're buying up sites, they're buying up domains. I happen to advise on a sale 
of uh, sleepapnea.org, which mm. was owned by the, by the American Sleep Apnea Association, I think it was called. Sure. A nonprofit um, and a private company came in and, and bought up their site and their domain. Um, I have, yeah, I, I was in, I was an investor in um, one of those companies, but then the private equity guys came in and kicked my ass off the cap table, bought me out. But I got a real, I got a real quick like like eight x like in like eighteen months. That's that space is yeah, it is big space, and I, you know a lot of people have right issues. There. Sleep apnea is the kind of thing with the the CPAP and all that kind of stuff. Like it's just become so prevalent, and I think it's. Um, for people who use that stuff, I think it's pretty effective. So, you know, and it's definitely become a very like, you know, prevalent thing for a lot of folks. So I go, it's more than just sleep apnea and the CPAP machines, but you know, beds, I mean, it's just like, you yeah. know, we all spend a third of our life sleeping. And so it's, it's just a massive, massive, market I don't sleep because sleep is the cousin and, of death. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and uh, you know, people are realizing now the science is coming out about how important sleep is. Yeah, so there's a lot happening. I mean, you space. just know. I mean, if you live in, on Earth, you understand that sleep matters. So we were literally just talking about that earlier about how many hours you need to get at night and uh, the difference for me if I have a good night's sleep versus a bad night's sleep, if I've been drinking or whatever else, like just how disruptive it can be for days at a time, especially the older that I get. And uh, yeah. my pillow is terrible. I need a new pillow, you know? So I'm with you. I think those are, those are good. Those don't sleep on those domain names. Boom, boom. Yeah, I like those. You know what I'm saying like so. Those. All right, cool. What else so, you got, Josh? I think well, yeah. like give us like one more. Give one you don't like, and then let's move on to to the next one that I don't like. Uh, archery.org. Like, why? Why? Yeah. In dog. In dog. That one's not hitting the mark. What, for what you? you got against archery, man? It's not uh, hitting I the mean, mark for I, you. I like. It's not I like hitting the bullseye. I bought a couple good .orgs recently. I bought uh, asteroid.org, sponsor.org. I like the .orgs, wow, but look at you. Yo, archery. Arch, archery, archery is to me what pickleball is to you, brother. I love, I love me some archery. Yeah, I'll put I'll put an arrow in your ass from sixty yards out. Yeah, Wait. but why, why, why is it an org? And well, yeah, no, I'm with well, Brady. You, you what don't are you think saying? that there's a you know archery association of America? You know, a like, lot of them. Yeah, yeah. They're, operate, they're operating on they're operating on archeryorganization.org or some crap. Wait, Man, Braden, you, you said there's an archery tripping. range where? In my backyard. No way, really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Like, that's like, what it's like, like out here. Like, you got like all that hot shit, Calabasas. You got, you got an archery range. Like you guys sorry, actually, you, you shoot bow and arrow on horseback in in like at your crib though right isn't that kind of part of the deal or you ride on a straight up like big old seahorse in a big pool yeah, he, he, like, he does he does he does the putin he rides around with you know the shirt <laughs> off you know like, shooting off the horseback pop. i got i've got it's see, I, got, I, got, style. I set it up where i got a rack for my equipment right in a table yep. and then and then i shoot across my creek i got a bridge across the creek mm-hmm. the other side of the creek is where i set up the all the targets and i've got i've got a target for a recurve target for a compound and a target for uh axes and knives look at you axes so, and knives so you'll appreciate too. this you'll Ooh, appreciate this like i just made agent. one of my best one of my best uh hand registrations in a really long time i just hand registered just because i was thinking about archery the other day i hand registered straightbows.com hmm. huh. 
I used to be nice. I used to be nice with a straight bow, which is the hardest bow to shoot, by the way. It's literally a straight stick that you pull, you know, put the string on it with tension. You got no, you got no sight. You got, you got to hold the arrow on the edge of your finger. You got no clip on the, on the uh, uh, line for the arrow. It's everything old school. It's like, you know, cowboys and Indian style. Isn't it called like a plumbo? You guys must be like you guys are rich as shit if you guys get into like all the detail on these different bows for for recreation. You know what I mean? Like no, I you know what I uh I uh my when I was a kid, my Boy Scout can, uh, counselor, like the head of the, my Boy Scout troop, was actually an Olympic archer, and so oh, okay. he had this huge field behind his house where he had a sick setup for archery, and we would go there and shoot, and then we started going in the winter. We'd go to there was this big warehouse in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, where we go and and shoot compound bows. We were shooting recurves, you know, behind his house, and then but at the at the uh, indoor thing, we were shooting compound bows, and and then uh, and then once I got good, you know, I'd go out and do a little hunting. I shot a lot of squirrels. I mean, How do you like that, Mister Vegan? Oh, I don't like that. Part. So, all right, so archery dot org is not a favorite for Josh. Totally get it. Um, let's keep it moving. Braden, what do you like? What don't you like? Um, I like, um, crocodile. How can you not like crocodile? Like let's talk about crocodile. Yeah. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping this one goes all the way through, you know, through auction. Um, yeah, me too. Cause this I name think is, it will. I think it's a, I think it's a private listing. Is it spelled no, incorrectly? It's an expired name. No, Actually I don't think so. Right, Cause it's got a 30 day. It's got a 30-day runway, and it's uh, over at Fabulous. There's a bunch of names over at Fabulous, like gonorrhea.com, crocodile.com. Well, no, um, but that's just because – hold on. Let me tell you. Uh, wait, something not right about that, by the way. Something not right about that. Well, it's possible that, you know, somebody letting their stuff go, you know, into – Is it expired? The- is it expired or is it a private listing? Oh, it is a private listing, and there's no there's – no, uh... Yeah, I think it's a private listing. Oh, all right. Well, hey, so but it me- does it does look like a no reserve though to me. Yeah, it is no reserve. So let me go ahead and correct the record then. So we do have a handful of these names, so they're all no reserve domains. So there may be a few on this list this week that actually are um not expiring domains, but they are uh, but they are also private auction type. So it means it's the same mm-hmm. thing stands and there's no reserves on these. So uh, you know, that's always a prerequisite. We never, uh, you know, unless it's a, unless it's like a mistake when we're procuring the list, but that, uh, we, it's always no reserves, um, and, uh, almost always expiring domains, but yeah. All right. Well, that's interesting. So yeah, now I'm going to kind of go through the list a little bit while we, uh, while we're doing the show to see if there are a few more that are these private, these, uh, private listings. Um, Cro- isn't crocodiles that, 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 uh, isn't it like that drug people like, you know, it turns them into like zombies and then they start eating people. Oh, kind of like bath salts almost like that type of shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They mess with, they mess with it down in Florida. I saw, yeah, I saw got all that shit. Down I, saw here. A video, <laughs> I saw a video. I bet it was in Daytona beach. They, yeah, I, Daytona I saw a video beach. of this dude running around naked. Okay. And he jumped on another dude on an overpass. <laughs> this dude was just <laughs> casually walking down the overpass. And the naked dude that was hopped up on crocodile jumped on him and literally started eating his face. Yes, I think I, that's and that's some terrible, scary oh. shit. But like the um, 
but no, look, I just I'm I'm looking at these. These are expiring domains. These are all expiring. And because so, of that, so, you should not bid on Crocodile.com. So, ladies and gentlemen, stay away from Crocodile. Stay yeah. away from Crocodile. Yeah. Leave it to people like us who can hand, who can handle it. But these are all expiring, from what I can tell. So, unless somebody's letting them run out beyond the exp- expiration, and you know they're going to grab them last minute type thing or whatever, but. Uh, you know, it's interesting because Barry Hill on the, on our last show on Down the Rabbit Hole was saying how, you know, certain folks, this was an issue at Epic where certain folks will wait till the last minute to renew because that's how they manage their budgeting and whatever else. And they'll actually let them expire and then still renew them because most, you know, registrars will give you this back order, you know, uh, this grace period uh, to renew your domains and uh, not back order. I'm sorry, your expiration grace, uh, renewal grace period, actually, what's called. And um and then Epic changed the timing and then that caused all sorts of chaos, but the um, not to go back down that road, the, uh, but I think it'd be interesting to see if these go all the way through because there are really some really great names here and they all are all seeming to be expiring domains. So, uh, all right. So crocodile, what else, what else you like? Braden? Okay, I like, I like electrified. Electrified. Like we talked about electric earlier. I like, I like everything electric. Yep. Just with the electric cars and all that, everything's getting electrified. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I like gonorrhea. <laughs> Just to say, do it, you like, though? Do you though? Get yourself some gonorrhea. Um, no, I like I like pharma names. I mean, if you look up, um, here's a related name, diarrhea. If you, if you type in diarrhea.com, last I checked, it goes to uh, Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, um, no, I'm with you, and it probably a, there's creates a bunch of pharma names like yeah. that, that that get used for these um, kind of like all things related to you know informational sites, but they're all owned by. Uh, Pharmaceutical companies. I would think that's probably one of the more positive uses of a negative domain that you're going to see, right? Is that these names that yeah, are. But, but this is know. not a negative name. This is a disease, right? Yeah. Well, disease I'm telling you right now, domain. if you get gonorrhea, it's negative. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <that's, laughs> you don't want to be positive but, but for look, gonorrhea. You know what I'm saying? That's the only negative you want to be tying to any of these diseases. You know, but, but yes. the search the searches are the quarter million searches, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh look, yeah. the name is a popular name because people when they like, you know, if they What are you gonna do? do? You're gonna you're gonna Google that. You're like yes. you, you get a little, little in a itch, panic and you're gonna, gonna, gonna spend gonna money and you're gonna buy whatever treatment or medicine or whatever you gotta do because you know, like obviously you're in a panic at that point. It's a little crazy. So So those wow. you know those kind of names for me have have value. I have a bunch of Farmer names like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with it. <laughs> hey, did you guys did you guys see that airplane.com is already over two hundred K at GoDaddy? Do you see that? Airplane.com? Airplane. Airplay. Oh, airplane. I mean, you know, so you know, I can easily imagine that Apple's, you know, maybe in on that, right? But you need a second buyer. Who's the second buyer that's gonna buy airplay for two hundred yeah, grand? Seems a lot to me, no? Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. No, yeah, but I think that's and if it's a if it's an investor that's 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 like they're not gonna make any money on it. That's no. I that's like yeah, I don't know. Like, that smell that's, that's, that's that smells a little fishy to me. Limited yeah, yeah. Certainly limited buyer pool. There's when somebody think, there's somebody making money on that deal. You know what I mean? Like Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I, I, and to be fair, I don't think it's GoDaddy. I don't think it's GoDaddy. That's not the accusation I'm making. I think there's probably like a, you know, a domain manager or, you know, there's somebody, there's somebody, there's somebody playing a little spread in that deal. Yeah. Like a shill bitter in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Well, yeah. So uh, I guess we're, we we're shall to see. The wide. Don't don't spend a bunch of money on a name that has a limited buyer pool. Especially yeah. no. Well, uh, yeah. And if, and if it's like if a name is getting run up and it doesn't, you're not understanding why. You know, it's like unless you can figure it out, then just stay out of it, right? It's like it's uh, you know. So what else? Uh, what else you like or what don't you like? We got to go on to Drew, and then we're gonna, and then I have a, a one or two other domains to talk about from the audience, and then we're gonna be calling. You know, it I think we're... I think um, Battles.com. I think make a great gaming name. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, to me, Battles is one of my favorite names on the list um, because I think it does create, like you said, like you could create a whole gaming type of you know, situation. Just, There's a I, lot of cool I just shit. Jump in. JT and say every time you ask me about a name, I start to talk about it. Then you interrupt me to give me to give us your opinion of the name. So, are, are you the MC or are you not the MC? I was just sure reiterating what you said. I was like, and, yo, I was being like you, your hype man. I was being. You, you, like you want your guests you said, to actually you speak, said, or do you want to do all the talking? Because we don't have. You to said. Here. You said. I could leave. I could. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just use the mute button on you, bitch? Oh, it works! Look at that—the host. Oh flexing. man, I'm gonna have to pull this dude off with the cane. I'm gonna get the cane and just pull his ass All off. All I'm saying is, is you said you like the name, and I was just, and for the same reasons, I was oh. like, that's a fantastic point. I love that. Twice, twice in a row, I started to talk about a name, and you cut me off to say oh. the things I was about to say. Well, yeah. I thought I'm you calling you out. Point. You made a great point, and I was just agreeing with you. I almost did. So I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to apologize for for hyping you up because all I'm doing is making you better. I'm not going to ever apologize for supporting you, Brayden. All you need is shut me up. (laughs) Go ahead. Keep moving, man. What don't you like? (laughs) Uh, What don't I like? Um, Wasting is a weird one. I don't don't understand. Like, do you guys have any idea what you could use wasting for? Like, I don't, I don't, I can't think wasting of away in Margaritaville. I don't I don't know what the use case is for wasting. You know? Like people would be like, oh my God, it's a one word, you know, but what is it? What are you gonna do with it? I don't know. I would agree. I don't want to I'm careful not to talk too much about it, but I would agree <laughs> with you. Um no, but I, I, I think yes, absolutely right. And I like including those kind of names, especially if they have a high appraisal, you know, because it is this whole point that I like to make on these on some of the shows, which is <laughs> You know, not all these one word dot com domains are created equal. And this is a perfect example where it's like, you know, whether it's a negative connotation, whether it's a weird gerund, whether it's, you know, like a weird tense um, or something, it's just, uh, you know, what do you do? You know, I think yeah, there's probably some. Waste, I could, if it was waste.com, I could see use cases, but wasting, man, I don't know what use cases. Dude, one of the biggest companies in America is waste management. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's but, my my uh, my brother in law. That's who that's who he works for, and uh, their create their company is they and they just print money, dude. They are like yeah. on, they they do they're doing the thing, but they exist already. And do they care? Do they want wasting dot com? You know? No, yeah, are they going to collect more trash because they got wasting dot com? Hell no. And well, wasting uh, is weird. Did you say it's trash? It's probably trash domain. Do they? Drew, you will do they go they own WM.com? I think they do, right? They do WM.com. Yeah. Uh, uh, so segue for management, you baby. what about you though drew what what do you like and what don't you like are they public can i buy stock in waste management um i think they are if anybody is interested the waste management story how it got created is super interesting 
because it was oh yeah it was mafioso from the very beginning was it right yeah yeah they used to they used to go and like like threaten people to give them the contracts and if they wouldn't give them the contracts then they would send guys to stand out in the alley when some when you know, when a truck came down the alley to pick up the the trash they would like beat up the guy like you ain't you ain't picking us up anymore yeah. <laughs> it was all but heavy. you know what that sounds like to me america a wide moat a wide moat around the business you know what i mean because they would beat people up for contracts yeah beat up the competition yeah Sounds like a good moat to me. That dude went out. He raised a bunch of money. He went out, and in one year, he bought like 90 waste management companies. Yeah. Like he just went on a, like a road show, went up and just bought. And I bet, he, I bet he got all of them for five cents on the dollar. Exactly. Right. With threats and violence. I think they actually even do that in their in their orientation. I think they say, "Hey, so you know, you may have heard a little bit about our history and this and that." Like, I think they literally diffuse that, like in the orientation, to let people know, like, that's not how we roll anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. The same same guy uh, started Blockbuster, and then um, and then Republic Industries, which is uh, all those car companies. Uh, huh. Same with same guy. Yeah, H. Wayne Heisinga. Wayne Heisinga. Wait, wait. He, wait, he's the H- guy who started Waste Management? Yeah. Also on the Florida Marlins for a second, I believe. Oh, man. He's my new superhero. He's, he's dead now, but... Um, oh. Yeah, and then... Uh, what's the name of that car company? I mean, every, it's, every, it's all over the country. They own hundreds and hundreds of car dealerships. Um, it's, it's got the, the pink triangle on the license plate frame. Um. I don't remember the the corporate name is is Republic Industries, but they they bought up like car dealerships and they bought up um, oh Auto Nation. They bought up, Auto Nation, yeah, yeah Auto yeah. Nation USA. Yeah. So yeah, same, same guy, Blockbuster, uh, Auto Nation, and, and uh, yeah. that was back in the junk bond days with Charles Keating and Mike Milken and all that. I saw they raised all that. Oh money. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh man, I I wish I, I want to. That's a great business. It's an interesting so, story. And the one thing you can be guaranteed of is that America is just going to have a lot more trash. So right. absolutely. All right. Well, Drew. Speaking of uh, trash, you got names that you think are trash, or names that you think are gems that to be found within the trash. What do you What do you think of the list? Well, I personally really like archery.org, and I will be bidding on it. Um, okay. <laughs> I like. I like electrified.com, but probably for less than what I think it'll go for. Yep. No, um, about it. Yep. Uh, I like the sleeping names, but we already beat that horse to death. I like crocodile.com. You know, I'm going to sell some bath salts. Um, <laughs> uh, I like battles.com too. I think battles.com is cool. Rap battles. You know, uh, video game battles, like battles.com is kind of cool. I think, um, isn't there like a, there's a, a brand called battles, something, something and battles. Isn't it like a cocktail brand or like a wine cooler brand or something? Well, there might be, I know the battle dot. So battle, uh, is a brand of like, uh, football mouth guards, like gloves, Hold cleats, battles, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and battle. wine coolers. I think there's a couple. Let's see. No. 
I don't know. There's a battles. Something. There's a brand called Battles. Hey Drew, what do you think of tradingapp.com? I don't like app names. Uh, I don't like app names. You know, because at some point that shit just becomes redundant, right? Like if everything's an app, it's why I don't like AI names. It's like, yeah, all right, you know, you you might as well go to the casino. Like you're rolling the dice. Yeah, it's going to be hot for the next two years. You're going to sell two to four percent of whatever AI names you buy. And then in two, three years from now, nobody's going to give a shit about AI names because every business on the planet is already going to incorporate AI. And so it just becomes like redundant. Why, why do I need to have, you know, a dot AI domain? Everybody knows that my business has AI in it because if it doesn't, I'm not going to exist anymore. So like, I don't, I don't buy the whole AI thing. I think if you hand registered a bunch or you got them early, you know, for like low money, I think that's great. You're going to make money. But if you're paying thousands of dollars each or tens of thousands of dollars each, as I see some people doing, to buy AI names, dot AI names, like you've got a two-year window to sell those things. And then it's over. And then there's going to be the exception where somebody says, oh, I'm going to buy a dot AI name because it's just going to be redundant. It's going to be so obvious. It's not going to be good branding. Not, uh, not to mention that the, the reg fees five times with dot com. Yeah. Yeah. And they just raised it even more. Yeah, they did. Because and guess why? Because they know they got a window to make this money, and then their you know rise to fame is going to be over, just like every other second best. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all were trying to convince me, you know, the IO wave wasn't over. Like I don't even remember the last time I saw a good dot IO sale. Y'all were trying to convince me that you know whatever. If you're second best. You are subject to disruption and you will be disrupted. Yeah. So on that note, um, so one of our audience members, Atul Gorpade, uh, sent along a name that's a, that's a non-com that I wanted to ask you all about, skylight.gg, right? So skylight.gg, I mean, it's, you know, the really, so two pieces to this. One, the domain in general, do you think there's any value there? Uh, and then the second piece is .gg domains because we talk battles about video game battles and things like that. Like, um, you know, GG is kind of a is a gamer friendly extension. Uh, do you think a name like that has any value? Um, yeah, it has value, but not really. At the same time, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like you can you can own you can own the best keywords in .gg and you can never get an inquiry and they may never ever sell, or you can just get lucky and it might sell for like five, 10, like sometimes even like 20 grand. Just like there's a few companies that are coming up in the gaming industry that are willing to, you know, spend money and they, they tend to use .gg now. And it's like, you can get lucky, but the thing is, is that it's niche, right? It's limited to gaming. So I don't know. You, you have to get super lucky. Do I think it has value? Yeah, if you get lucky. Otherwise, you're going to be renewing it for 10 years. And and does .gg, do they have standard renewals, like uh, relatively cheap? No, or? It's, like, it's like 50 bucks. Okay, so a little bit more, too. So 60. you're going to spend some money on your renewals. So yeah, that's something to think about. Uh, I, you know, um, I know Mark Levine has made a lot of money on his GG portfolio, but I think most of those were, you know, hand regs or super early paying nothing yeah. for them. Right. Um, uh, 
I I hand registered the best .ggs like Angel .gg, like Sick .ggs, even good ones related to gaming. I haven't sold shit. You have to get lucky. All right, yeah. so then that's the uh, so, that's the word. Okay. Yeah, I like the I like Skylight though. I think Skylight's a great brand. I just don't, you know. Yeah. You know, so there was a um, a few weeks ago, maybe maybe a month ago, there was um, I have I have uh, Overwatch.gg. Mm, okay. I started getting tons of inquiries, and I checked the traffic. Traffic went nuts, like literally fifteen hundred visitors a day on overwatch.gg so i google it and it was uh there was like a press release or some news around overwatch game which was i don't know anything about it but i don't know if it was relaunched or what the news was about doesn't matter yeah people love their Overwatch. Site, their, their site was overwatch.com mm. but because it's a game people defaulted which i thought was really interesting to overwatch.gg which i've never seen that because people usually default to .com and in this case they're defaulting .gg I was getting tons of traffic on the GG as opposed to .com. So there was leakage. The .com to .gg, have you ever seen that before? I have. Yeah, I, I think I've never owned that, a GG before. I think in that in that instance, it makes sense. There's just like yeah, I think that would be almost like, a perfect like when you have a big game like I mean because Overwatch is big, big right? So that's like Fortnite. I mean they you know that's they're huge, huge. Uh, competitions and tournaments around it. There's teams. I mean, there's millions and millions of dollars involved in that particular game um, in and around it. You know, so I think that that's one where, um, you know, you will see, you know, that kind of activity happen and that kind of interest and attention and traffic. Um, yeah. The other stuff, I think it's an interesting point that Josh has made. He's got a lot of like good one word dot GGs and it's really hit or miss, you know? So do you go out and try to pound the pavement though and try to find buyers for them? Or are you just sitting back waiting for those to get an offer? No. And I, and I mean, I, I don't think that there's a world where you're outbounding dot GGs and having any success to be quite honest with you. Like it has to be there. It has to be their idea if they're going to pay up for anything more than basically registration fee. Okay. Uh, I think that's a good point opinion. too. So and I mean, like I, I, I you know, it's a decent name and I understand that like Logan and Mark have had success with it and some other, and like, I think I'm maybe, maybe I sold one, but like, I don't know if you're registering those names right now, hoping to get an ROI from them. I would say that that's probably negative ROI for you. I mean, like I like the, these are the type of names that I'm sitting on is like spirit.gg, rapid.gg, merge.gg, liberty.g, like literally yeah. the best possible names that you can think of. And like, you know, crickets. crickets. Dot GG. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no doubt, man. Well, that's good. All good feedback. Shout out to Logan Flat. Shout out to Mark Levine and shout out to Tool for sending that domain along for us to talk about. So, all right, cool. Well, we went through the list. We did the name jet thing. Anybody else um, got anything before we go? Because we are running up on time. We heard about Josh's most recent pickleball exploit. So, Good luck, homie. You know what I'm saying? Let it let um, me know the next time you're playing close. Like if you got a tournament happen here in town, because you know, I'll be up I'll be up there like, you know, I'll bring a sign. We'll bring the kids. Like we're gonna get make, loud, bro. We're gonna, yeah, get, loud. We're gonna get like super loud. We're gonna bring that number one team to town here, and you guys are gonna beat them here at home. It's gonna be epic. Let's get loud. Let's get uh, loud. Yeah. I go um, I'm trying to I'm trying to build some courts here, man. Like that's that's my that's my next venture. 
Well, it's, it's, it's I, I feel you. I feel you. That's that. That that's. I'll be in on that venture. Well, let's have a conversation. We got some things. We got some things we could talk about, man. We got some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, let's go. I just need to find a good piece of land, get some little warehouses built up, and get some indoor courts going. Fucking, I'll make a killing. But I just need the land. The land is. Why? Why, why you want to do it inside? Why? why I mean, because there's a just there's a lot there's a lot on the outside. There's a lot from like outside. Now, like there's loads of courts, but that's because it's it a rains. better business. Nah, no, it's not. It's because it's just well, it's easier access. There's, yeah, um, you know, and the places where they've built some of these courts are existing tennis courts and outdoor parks and things. But keep in mind, like you know, you are the fighting the elements, you're fighting the heat, you're fighting gets, the rain. It, it gets really hot here, where like and like elderly people like to play pickleball, right? And they don't like playing in the heat, but they yeah. do like playing in the middle of the day, right? No, um, they like to play like. Six in the morning when nobody else plays. <laughs> well, they also, yeah, sometimes. they also like to play like um, you can't play in the afternoon in the summertime because now, you know, it's it rains, rain. every, it, rain and it also day. rains every day here, yeah. every day, every day. So, every well, day. look, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's talk, let's talk about this pickleball venture. Let's make something happen, man. You know, find me the land, bro. So, oh, you know, we know. Give something. me the land. How about give me the land, and then you can get in on the venture. Uh, well, hey, I'll I gotta get going. On. All right, All right. So, will you have anything else to? Uh, you got anything else to chime in with or talk about? No. Nope. I was asking Braden. <laughs> no. Namescon's coming up. You guys aren't coming. I'm gonna go. I'll be there. No, I mean, I'm, MC, super, I'm, I'm super supportive. I hope it turns out to be an amazing event. I'm not completely off the fence, but I'm likely not going to be able to be there. But I know Drew can't make it. So, Josh, you're not going. Nah, just not excited. Wait, what are you talking about? You can't go. You're going to be here, aren't you? Oh, all right. Well, I, I mean, I was trying to just be, I was trying to be like, you know, fence sitting on about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, maybe we'll see me there. You know, it's all good. We're not super uh, negative. All right. We won't be there. Um, all right. Well, hey, but one place we will be is right here on Domain Sherpa, where you can catch me and my squad, my co-host. I want to thank you guys for being here today. Uh, And to the audience, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. As we say on every show, without you, there's no us. So thank you so much for tuning in. Let us know you got any questions, comments, good, bad, ugly. You know we're not hard to find. Send us some more domains to talk about. We're always going to do that. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep it moving, do what we do, and we'll see everybody next time here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Peace out, y'all. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys.